Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Guten Tag! Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. It's our first podcast coming to you live from Gamescom in Germany. Uh, this is day one of the show. It's the, the media day, which means we get to play games without the, well, the smelly Germans, quite frankly, isn't it? So, um, but I mean that in a nice that? way. Can we say that? Probably not, um, but it just means that uh, the public aren't allowed in yet, so... But it's still been pretty oh, I busy. I hate the public. Do you? Yeah, I'm l- dreading tomorrow. Well, it's factually correct that they are German and they smell. That's true. Ooh, there's anyway, a lot of beer. It's so true. I'm the person it's to true. my right who's got so much hate is Daniel Creeper. Hello, everyone. Booming Creeper. Got Tom Butler on the decks. Hello there, people. Uh, we have Don Barry. Howdy. And Fat Dan. Bonjour. Wow. <laughs> so uh, we are planning to do three podcasts live from Gamescom this week. This is obviously our first. And Daniel... This is your first game school. In fact, your first big event it's my in first the games thing industry. Ever. Well, what do you think? <laughs> it's the first time he's been out of the house. It's, yeah. I, I, sky, there's a cathedral. I'm loving it. But yeah, Gamescom. Well, today we arrived and we were in like the business area. And I kind of. The thought business what, sorry? The business area. Oh, okay. Right. Section, compartment, whatever. Yeah. And area. I kind of, kind of thought that was it. And then we went out and saw Battlefield. Oh, and saw all the and we went out into like, basically yeah. the airplane hangar. And it was the what? Huge. Stop Are it. we doing this all the time? <laughs> no, no, no. All the going, time, so. no. I'm uh, just walk for, off. for our international uh, I'm going to do a Preston. Um, <laughs> Daniel means airplane hanger. Thank you, Alex. Okay. What? Can I, can I continue? You may continue, yes. And it's huge. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I couldn't believe how big it was. Yeah. There was a MIG jet there. Yeah, so to, to put it in context, EA stand is probably what I know four football fields in size if not bigger at least it's, it's, at like, least. A, it's like an event within itself yeah. isn't it it's, uh, it's, it's got a, a real life MIG jet there it's got uh, on the need speed bit there are, um, it's just it's playing crazy <laughs> oh that's twice you've made that joke you can't think of another you one you should get out no, I've, really I've heard worst worst <laughs> Curry that German joke. Yeah. Bratwurst. I like it. Done, done. Sausage. Don't need to get that anyway, in somewhere. Before, before we move on, look, look, EA stand. So there's supercars there, there's hot chicks and MIG, there's everything. But more importantly, there is Battlefield 3. Yes. Which looks amazing. So I've seen it. I, I played the 64 player um, multiplayer. Who else has played it? Dan? I yeah. played it. Don played it as well. I have played it. It's awesome. So yeah, thoughts? Oh, so we played the PS3 version. Yeah, co-op. Okay, co-op. so I haven't seen the PS3 version yet. What, how does it stack up compared uh, to the... It's, it looked a bit buggy to start off with. Uh, there was some bad animation in it, but it did look good. It just didn't look, live up to the, uh, the splendor that is the PC no, version. because the PC version looks like stupidly good. Yeah, I, I, I'm still yet to see it, but... Um, okay, so have you seen Modern Warfare 3? Yes, I played that, yeah. And how do you think the two compare, just visually? Yeah, visually, I think it's on, on par. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's anything more or less, but... Um, right. I disagree. I think Battlefield 3 blows Modern Warfare 3 out of the water visually. Visually, you reckon? Yeah, I really do. This, the, the explosions, the kind of the, the characters were just so much better, even though, and I agree because I was playing with you, that there was a couple of bugs 
and what we were playing but just visually was just superior to anything else that I've seen in that genre and sound the sound was or, incredible audibly it was amazing the, one of the best things I've ever heard oh yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. that's DICE are brilliant at yeah. the way they implement sound into their games and so I so I played the 64 player multiplayer part of it uh, and I flew a jet and a helicopter and drove a tank and all that kind of shit. And that is just incredible. Like, to have something on that scale, but then have the access to all these different things that are there. Because Modern Warfare, at the end of the day, is a glorified shooting gallery. Whereas this is a full-blown military simulator that's proper. The, uh, the level we played um, sees you extracting a hostage and sort of like doing some infiltration. And just the pacing was amazing. So you start off and you're sort of doing a bit of stealth and then you go out and you just have this fully blown epic battle with just people coming out, out of... So this is the co-op? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. sorry, yeah. So how many people... Uh, it was were just... It was, it was two. Two player two, co-op? Two-man okay. squads and then there was some NPC, NPCs there as well. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think what stood out for me most about Battlefield playing it uh, is that it wasn't a shooting gallery. Yeah, and that's what really like made it something completely different. It, the enemies were tricksy; they were hiding; yeah. they were like really difficult to shoot, and it just felt a lot more realistic than, yeah. than Modern Warfare, where you're just literally shooting and shooting and shooting. Yeah, so uh, I played uh, the new Spec Ops story mode. Um, obviously, at E3 they demoed the Survivor mode. They showed off more Spec Ops modes, which was the thing that from Modern Warfare 2, which I loved. So it's co-op but based on story. And they, they didn't, I, I asked whether there'd be kind of like famous missions from old games in there and all that kind of stuff, they wouldn't say. But so the level I saw was uh, the guy from Infinity Ward was playing my protector. So he had access to like the Predator missiles to take out tanks and sniping from the roof. And I was on the ground trying to disarm bombs. And it was all right, but it still had that Call of Duty feel. It was like nothing new. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. And the, you know, the, gunplay mechanic is smart and it's good but I don't know it's got to be the most in demand game on the, on the show floor though right Modern Warfare no sorry uh, Battlefield uh, well yeah judging by queues like the, the Battlefield queue is probably two or three times bigger than um, the Call of Duty queue yeah but that's you know the, the punters come in tomorrow so I think that will be a fairer test mm. so or alternatively the People's Choice Award um, the People's Choice Award will be a fair test, wouldn't you say, Dan? I'd very much say yes. Why? Well, the People's Choice Award is an award voted for by you, the consumer. Not you, Alex. I you think so. It's just me. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you haven't already voted, go.ign.com forward slash 2011 PCA. Uh, and there's a whole list of games there. And you basically get, you, go, you have one vote, you go and choose your favourite game at Gamescom. What would you pick, Dan? Oh, I couldn't say. I'd pick them all. Yeah, pick them all. Yeah, very impartial. Different I'm not impartial in the slightest. I would pick Batman. 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 Yes, Arkham City. Da, 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 da. Amazing, 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 amazing. <laughs> That's Batman. So, did that you play Batman. it, Dom? Yes, I managed to get onto the stand, have a little play. Um, and what were they showing? Because I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm not sure what the level was, but it's just a lot of beating up of badass people. Was Catwoman in it? Not the level I was playing, no. Okay. Who's seen the Mr. Freeze trailer? Oh, my God. We were talking about yeah. this earlier. Yeah, that is that's something else. It makes Mr. Freeze terrifying. Yeah. How, how have they done that? Yeah, they've washed away the memories of Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and uh, made him a villain to be reckoned with. Definitely. Which is somewhat of a crime. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> should never be washed away from anyone's memory. As Mr. Freeze, I think he should. He should. He's a fine actor. 
Uh, can we just set the scene for a moment? Because people may have noticed that we're not in a quiet environment. No. And also there is someone booming on their microphone who may, they may not recognise. It's Mr Don Barry. Hello, everyone. Uh, Am I booming? Yeah. We, so you weren't here for the Summer Spectacular, were I was, you? I, I wasn't. Uh, if someone remembers one of the early podcasts, I made a... I made a, a, an appearance on that and I was booed mercilessly for being from the sales department. Boo. Boo. Um, I'll set them up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this is my third Gamescom, um, which I enjoy. And what are the surroundings that we are enjoying at the moment? Don? Well, we're currently in the Marriott Hotel in, uh, on, the, on the banks of the Rhine in uh, Cologne. Yeah. Uh, it's a lovely hotel. Uh, Ex-German army offices. Uh, are you sure? Well, I, uh, the truth is, it's the ex uh, Gestapo headquarters in Germany, but in Germany in Cologne, and uh, that's truth. Um, right. But you know, we tend to we've moved on from then. You know, we, we don't we, we try not to mention the war. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. So we are just uh, on the lower ground floor. Uh, under right, the that's main enough. Bar Jesus area. Christ. Uh, sorry, uh, I thought it was about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> plenty of people moving right, around. Anyway, so yes, time. we're in the bar of the Marriott. Take <laughs> that microphone away from him. So, Can we <laughs> get the exact geographical coordinates, please? Yeah. So what else did you see today, Daniel? I've also seen um, Resident Evil Revelations. Was it a revelation? Yes. No, it's, 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 pr it's pretty good. You're... Dan, you're a big fan of it at E3, weren't you? Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's definitely taking Resident Evil back to Resident Evil Four school, and previous yeah. to that. Because I wasn't a massive fan of Resident Evil Five. I thought, you know, shooting a zombie with a minigun isn't that much different it's from not, shooting anyone else with yeah. a minigun. And it's much darker. There's more survival. I ran out of ammo several times. So it's definitely going back to its roots. Do you go back to the house that the first one was set in, or is that just? I don't think they've confirmed that. Yeah, if right. that does happen. Oh, okay. Be nice. Uh, that would be nice. That would be nice. Be nice. I've been, I've been <laughs> there, by there a couple of times there on GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to Code Veronica. Actually, that should be awesome in HD. Well, the remakes. Yeah. Quite pricey though. Oh, oh, tumbleweed. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Sorry, I'm right. that. That was my Sorry just intruding economics. But on didn't, didn't you meet someone pretty awesome today and interview them? Keza. No, no, no. Oh, Keza, I met Yoko Ono. Ke I met Yoko Ono. Yeah. Um, she's doing all right. Number nine. <laughs> Number, Number nine. nine. <laughs> Couldn't stop her doing it. I met um, Yoshi Ono, ah, who nice. is Mr. Street Fighter. Um, playing Street Fighter 2 all day on Christmas Day is one of my earliest gaming memories. So it's a bit of an honor to meet him. And he's just, he's, he's batshit. Batshit crazy. Really? He's really entertaining. He's just so passionate about what he does and like some it's of the a great video, inter like, interview. Like the videos that he's done for Street Fighter Cross Tekken, just insane. Like the uh, video of him versus the guy who does Tekken. Harada. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. You Doing just ask a him series one question, he goes, he goes on for like 20 minutes. Right. I asked him, like, in a fantasy world, because obviously there's been Marvel versus Capcom, which yep. includes Street Fighter characters, Marvel X, um, Street Fighter X Tekken. Who, what would you like to um, see the Street Fighter characters go up against? And he said Star Wars. That In an ideal cool. world, Street Fighter meets Star Wars. And Dom has got very strong opinions terrible, about terrible this. Terrible idea. Terrible idea? Having remembered uh, Yoda and Darth Vader Soul appearing Calibre. in Soul Calibur, yeah. which was an absolute abomination. Um, I, but was that shouldn't... just because it was poorly executed? Yeah. It, well, multiple reasons. Uh, one being it was poorly executed. Uh, two... Uh, people who, with such uh, awesome force powers shouldn't be used and reduced to kicking and punching. Um, it's beneath them. It's beneath them. Okay. Uh, if, you're, if you're 900 years old as Yoda is, you know you don't need to be 
arsing around with throwing a few cheap kicks and punches. Well, you need to be using the force. But wouldn't you like to see Princess Leia Naked? In, yes. in her Return of the Jedi outfit from Jabba's Palace doing a spinning bird kick? Against Chun-Li in a massive exactly. fight. That sounds amazing. That does sound good to me. No. <laughs> well, I think you are in the minority, e John, Honda. so e come Honda on. against Jabba. Star Wars versus Street Fighter. E Honda versus Jabba, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like to see that. Oh, okay, yeah. that's the only one that's allowed. That's the only Bo one that's Boba allowed. Fett versus Dalsim. Boba Fett would win because he's the hardest man in the motherfucking galaxy. Well, he's well, not because he died really shitly in Return of the Jedi. He fell over, he tripped. And also, but, but and he was pushed. So he, he died because yeah. he fell over. Brilliant. Yeah, he was hardest man in the galaxy. Blanca v Chewie. <laughs> Chewie would win. Would he? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I, I think sorted then. I, I think maybe we should, we should open this up to the community and get them to email Absolutely. in with their suggestions for face-offs between Street Fighter and Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. What about Mortal Kombat versus the OC? I don't even okay. know what that means. But anyway, listeners, yeah, let us know what, which Street Fighter combinations you would like to see. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com or on Twitter. At Twitter.com forward slash team, uh, sorry, IGN UK or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash team IGN UK. There you so go. Confusing. Um, go on, Dan. Speaking of Star Wars. Yep. You met somebody today, didn't you, Tom? Did, oh, yes, I did. I met R2-D2. Yeah. Um, it was, a, it was a, a little German man with a remote control R2-D2 with metal and uh, just wandering around. I was just like, oh my God, I probably nerded out and ran over. And I, I was like touching it and I was like, so I went to the guy, like as a joke, oh, is there a little man in there? And he went, no, it's the remote control. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but yeah, um, so uh, you went to the Sony press conference last night, Daniel. I did indeed. What's the big news I sat from next Sony? to Mr. Colin Moriarty. There's a new PSP coming. There's a new PSP Thank and it's God, got that's what I wanted. Everyone really excited about that? Yeah. yeah. Are you excited yeah. about that, Dan? Come on, yes. Mr. PlayStation Kilby. Mr. PlayStation Kilby. Uh, I just see it as a, as a question mark, because why would they release that now? What does that even mean? Why, I... why are they doing it? I, I just yeah. want to know why okay. they're doing it, when the Vita's around the corner and they're obviously trying to build momentum for that. I don't know. Yeah. I can't but, answer that question. Come buy a brand new console which has no games coming out for it. And there's a brand new one coming out as well. $99. Appetizing. Yeah. Um, the other big news, infamous DLC. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You know, um, Cole's taking on vampires this time. Do you think they're kind of aping what Rockstar did with the zombies? Possibly, but I think that kind of those kind of add-ons work really well in open-world environments. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah like Cole has one night to kill the um, uh, vampire king. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's quite True Blood, I think, as well. Right, I've never seen True Blood. Because it's in that sort of deep south setting as well. Yeah, it's, I think with it's a vampire. Gonna be really fun. Infamous with a vampire. There you go. That's good. Boom. I've never seen True Blood. <laughs> no. Excellent. Yeah, um, good. Like the only other thing that, uh, so the, the highlight of my day was I, I probably had one of the worst game demos I've ever had <laughs> in my entire career as a games journalist today. Uh, and I'm not going to say what it was because that would be extremely unprofessional. And, and most of the time I tried to be professional, but fuck me. Uh, it's half an hour. I will never get back of my life. And I walked into the room. Um, the translator could speak English. Probably not much better than the guy who couldn't speak English. Uh, the game de demo didn't work. So for the first 15 minutes, they just pointed to a PowerPoint slide and asked each other questions in broken English. And then when they started playing the game, um, it didn't work properly. And he, all he kept on saying was like, oh, it is... Uh, 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 he wasn't German. I don't think he was German. Anyway, he kept on saying it was was burnt onto a DVD so it was running at three times slower than it would on the final production copy and it fucking looked like a big stinking pile <laughs> of shit. <laughs> 
Simmons saying it how it is. Which is probably explains my slightly grumpy mood before we did this podcast. But now <laughs> I've got that off my chest. I feel better. Dan- Daniel yeah. had a similar experience. Didn't <laughs> Very you? similar experience. Again, I won't say what game it was. <clears throat> Don't. Didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. Just coughing. And we basically, because the building works too glitchy, we watched. E3 trailers on YouTube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for, half, for 20 minutes and then had 10 minutes of awkward Q&A where we're asking about a game we haven't seen. And, and so we are now in a position where obviously our lovely readers want to find out about said games. But what the fuck do I write? Do I write just what I've said? Maybe I will. Just write, it was good. But it wasn't. It was oh, terrible. Okay. <laughs> it, it was mediocre. It was awkward. Um, and, you know, maybe I wasn't seeing the game in its true light, but come on. This is a big, important show. Pull your finger out. Would it not make more sense for them to just say, sorry about that, can we reschedule? Is that um, not The thing is, the developer looked pretty... Excuse me, I had a little bit of Windy Pops there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, pretty ashamed by it all. Uh, and I think he just wanted to get us all out of the room as quickly as possible forget about it and hope that some of the other write-ups that you get are a bit better than the shit that I'm going to pour out so <laughs> it'd be good if uh, at the end of a demo like that they just got a Wii remote and Harry carried themselves on it sorry I, it was so bad <laughs> that when he was talking to me all I could think of was standing up and walking out and thinking well actually you know why, why don't I why don't I just walk out and just say look I'm really sorry mate but fuck me this is dreadful I'll see you later oh god Listeners, uh, send in your suggestions to what you think these games are to IGNUKP.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, that, that for, for me, that was my kind of first tale of the day. Um, and, and I'm sure there will be many more over the next kind of two days. So, Can I tell you what my favourite game I saw today you may, was? Yes. The first game I saw and the best game I saw today. And I saw Battlefield 3 today. It was Joe Danger, the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. So I uh, went and saw the guys from Hello Games and played the sequel to Joe Danger, which is a PSN title from last year. And you, you did come back absolutely... Oh, my like God. I probably... You were ecstatic. I was ecstatic. You enthused probably a little bit too much. <laughs> did I? Yeah, the guy a bit, bit creeped out. Well, I was creeped out. <laughs> uh, it's just that they've taken Joe Danger to another level. Like, Joe Danger was great. It's like, it like Trials, but crossing Mario. Um, and what they've done is they've taken that and they didn't want to make a sequel they just want to expand the world right. so Joe Danger who's a little stuntman he yeah. is now in making a movie so what they do is um, they put him on different vehicles to do different scenes from the movies and uh, you have to pull like uh, stunts and tricks in front of the director so as it goes around yeah he's a stuntman from okay. the game yeah, in, in the movie so where it used to be like it would just be races is now he's in a bicycle chase and he has to knock the robbers off Amazing. the bikes and stuff. And it's, it's wicked. So um, it hasn't had a release date announced. It hasn't got a platform announced yet. But um, if you're coming to Gamescom, go check it out. It's right next Absolutely to the Nintendo stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that's my so game that's of the it. show so far. My game of the day? Don Barry? Uh, Need for Speed the Run. Ooh. Really? Yeah, I loved it. Well, I'm a, I really, really enjoy driving games. Uh, but it's taken all of the awesomeness of uh, Hot Pursuit I made it a little bit more epic it feels so, bigger it, it plays better the controls are really that, really that's a bold it. statement yeah like, uh, Per Schneider IGN's um, SVP of um, publishing German very grand uh, he made a, a, an observation that obviously rather than cars there as being you know girls draped over cars since it's Need for Speed the Run, it should just be a giant pair of trainers with them sat inside of it in terms of <laughs> promo cars. <laughs> Which I thought was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, should be. But, uh, but see, that's the thing about Need for Speed the Run. It's actually a really good game. Yeah, it's an incredible but game. But at E3, 
they really dropped the bollock in terms of like showing it off like the whole run thing which is apparently like 10 percent of the game and so the the thing that i saw uh, and i didn't play it was the avalanche bit where you've got to outrun the snow falling down Right, I didn't play that. I okay. played a, I played a, a desert scene where, or a desert level where uh, you're I in a Porsche one, yeah. 911 yeah. Uh, or, or Porsche GT3, and uh, yeah, you're, you've basically got to overtake as many people as you can within the time limit. So but it's just far more epic than you know the short short races from um, Hot Pursuit. It's yeah, it's incredible and re- incredibly responsive controls. Yeah. Well, so the level that I saw, and again, it was a trailer, nothing else, is apparently called Buried Alive. And you're racing, um, oh God, what was it? I think it was an Audi R8 versus probably an M3 or something like that. Uh, and then halfway through, um, it's in Alpine and uh, Alpine tracks. And then basically all of the snow starts uh, giving way, avalanches happen, and you've got to escape boulders. Which sounds amazing, but if they do the, the shit that they did at E3 and it's kind of quick time scenes... That sucks. If if you're actually steering the car to avoid like real time yeah, boulders sure. and stuff coming down, that would be amazing. Yeah, but is. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But it looks good. I look forward to it. Sorry, Dan. Can I do my game? So, so, uh, so Dan, go on. Sorry. So, have we finished talking about games? Is this it now? Are we I'm I'm off now? We, we are literally going to let Dan have his say, and then we are going to sign off for this first podcast. So, my favourite game is actually a game that the listeners can play at home it's a co-op game um, and what you do is <laughs> that's you tenuous and then you uh, first name and last name and what you do is you get the first letter of their first name and swap it out with the first letter of their second name so for example Bomber's Tutler brilliant yes yeah, yeah that's good and, and, and uh, Canyon Drooper yeah. which yeah. is actually quite good do you know what my name is backwards what Lena Dapperk <laughs> is that right <laughs> Mine's Samot Rolltub. How do I know what my name is back? Gil Wyatt. Gil Wyatt sounds like Gil some kind Wyatt. of ki- cowboy. <laughs> I haven't said hello. I've just been standing here watching them. This is Will, the PR guy. My uh, highlight of the whole show... I think it's actually Gil Wyatt, but go Gil on. Wyatt. Hi, Gil, Gil Wyatt. Wyatt. <laughs> my highlight of the whole show has been the dudes staying in our hotel, the Eastern European dudes, in red tracksuits. <laughs> we need an IGN company costume, and the listeners can decide what it is. I think that will be Leather awesome. Love chaps. I, th- I, th- I think you may be jumping to conclusions that they're Eastern European. They're from wargaming.net. Right, and they've just got matching tracksuits on. They are amazing tracksuits, though. I want one. I really? want one too. We need IGN tracksuits. Podcast one hundred. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or maybe we'll get uh, IGN mankinis from Podcast one hundred. Snakes. <laughs> oh. So anyway, right. We are going to draw this uh, podcast to a close. We've been going on for well, not very long, but you get three instead of one, so it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Plus, we've got nothing else to talk about. Exactly. We all want to so, go to sleep. Um, we will be uh, well back to the same time tomorrow talking about our second day at Gamescom. And until then, uh, I don't know. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.